Hello, brothers and sisters. I'm glad to be with you one more time. We're talking about who's righteousness. Now, in 1 Peter 2.24, we know that that particular scripture says, God made him to be sin who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. You know what? I just actually, you know what? Let me let me go to it because I just actually quoted Second um, Corinthians 5 and 17. But let's go to 1 Peter 2 and 24. 1 Peter 2 and 24 said, Who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree, that we being dead the sins should live unto righteousness by whose stripes ye were healed. Now, the first part of righteousness is an imputed righteousness. And the second part is sanctification. See, see, Paul let you know that you are sanctified by the blood of Jesus Christ once and for all. He talked about that in the 10th chapter of Hebrews. And right here in Peter, Peter is telling you that Jesus bore your sins in his body on the tree. That means you don't have any because it's transferred to him. Say this. Say, I don't have any sins because they're transferred to Jesus. Say it again. Say, I don't have any sins because they're transferred to Jesus. Say it one more time. Say, I do not have any sins because they are transferred to Jesus. Well, well what make you say that? 1 Peter 2.24. Who is on self bear our sins in his own body on the tree? So you don't have any. Now, what reason I told the stories I said earlier this week because I want you to get into a habit of calling righteous what God call it. If God say David righteous, he righteous. If God say whoever's righteous, they're righteous. God say Sam, uh, uh, Samson was righteous, he righteous. Well, if God say you're righteous, you're righteous. That's why I said all that stuff. If God made Moses to be righteous, he righteous. Even though he killed the man. Well, the same apply to us. If God said that Jesus bore your sins in his body on the tree, that means you're righteous. God said he did. See, all scripture is given by inspiration of God, by holy men as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. They didn't write this of themselves. They were influenced by the Spirit of God. So Peter being influenced by the Spirit of God, he's saying that God bear your sins in his own body on the tree, and that you are dead to sins. Now, once you start agreeing with it, it's going to change you. long as you don't confess it, it's not real to you. It's only through confessing that particular scripture that it begins to manifest in your heart, and you begin to believe it. No confession, no power. More confession, more power. No confession, condemnation. More confession, justification. Your deliverance and your peace is by your confession. See, by whose stripes you were here, you should live unto righteousness. See, you have been made righteous. See, let's go to Hebrews 10 and at verse 10. This saying, by the which will, Hebrews 10 and 10, by the which will we are sanctified, through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. So how are you sanctified? By keeping the Sabbath day. By not eating pork. Uh, by, by wearing your hair. Not dyeing your hair. You know what? That has nothing to do with sanctification. 
Nothing. Nothing. I know some people don't like that. But it has nothing. The Bible, let, let's, let, see, we're going to call it what God called it. If God say you're righteous, you're righteous. See, we're not going to call it what man then indoctrinated you with for the last 40 years, some of you, last 50 years. Some of you are thoroughbreds in religion. You ain't been mixed with nothing but religion. And you're messed up and don't realize it because you have not submitted yourself to the righteousness of God and have went about to establish your own righteousness. This is God's righteousness. Hebrews 10 and 10, by the which will we are sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once and for all. Are you sanctified? Your answer should be yes. How? If I say, how are you sanctified? And you say, uh, well, the Hebrews 10 and 10 say by the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once and for all. I said, no, nah, that ain't going to work. You're going to have to uh, not miss church on Wednesday and not miss church. If you miss one Sunday, you, you're really going to hell. You got to do your first works all over again. Some people tell you that. Brother King, you tell them not to go to church? No, nah, because the word of God in, in the same chapter say don't forsake to assemble yourselves together with the believers. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is let's just say what, let's call it what God called it. See, verse 11, and every priest standing daily ministering and offering oftentimes the same sacrifices which can never take away sins. Some people think they got to be so holy. You got to be holy. They trying to get holy. And God has already made them holy. They spend their whole life. Say, boy, I got a little bit more to go and I'll be there. And they live 40 years trying to get holy so they can make it to heaven. So, oh, I'm trying to get saved. Been trying to get saved 40 years. Didn't know they was already saved by believing on the Lord Jesus Christ. Didn't know it. Some people in the Lord 30 years don't know they saved. They think they make a mistake. They fell away from God. They, 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 they beat themselves up for a whole week not knowing that they weren't saved by their own works anyway. Verse 12. But this man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever, forever, sat down on the right hand of God. One sacrifice for sins forever, forever. For plural, one sacrifice for sins forever. From henceforth expect until his enemies be made his footstool. Verse 14. For by, by one offering he hath perfected forever them that are sanctified. So uh, when the Bible say, be ye perfect, for my Father in heaven is perfect, I'm doing it. You're doing it. If I ask you, were you perfect? Your answer should be, should be yes. I hear people say this. They say, well, ain't nobody perfect. And a lot of times, I'm going to stop doing it. A lot of times, I say, yeah, I know what you mean. I'm going I'm to stop saying that. Because I'm speaking contrary to the word. Because the scripture says, for by one offering, he hath perfected forever them that are sanctified. I am perfected forever. So they said, nobody ain't perfect. I said, oh, that's a lie. Somebody is perfect. I am. Oh, Brother King, you calling yourself perfect, huh? No, the word called me perfect. I'm going to call it like God called it. Hallelujah. Verse 16, Hebrews 10 and 16, this is the covenant that I will make with them after those days. You know, covenant mean agreement. 
Somebody say, I have an agreement with God. Say it again. Say, I have an agreement with God. Here, go. Here, let me tell you the agreement. This is the covenant that I will make with them after those days, said the Lord. I will put my laws into their hearts and in their minds will I write them. And their sins and iniquities will I remember no more. God does not remember your sins and iniquities. So you need to stop remembering your neighbors. You need to forgive your neighbors. You need to be an imitator of Christ. Paul said, be ye imitators of Christ. Act like God. You ever heard somebody say, you act like God? Say, yeah. Say, thank you. I'd rather act like God and act like the devil. Say it again. Say, I'd rather act like God and act like the devil. So, yeah, act like God. See, because God said he would not remember your sins and iniquities. He has an agreement. He has what he wants you to do wrote into your heart and your minds. So when you do something wrong, you're going to know, you say, ah, I shouldn't have said that like that. Ah, I don't know about that. It's in your heart. It's in your mind. See, so when people come and try to bring legalism saying, well, you can't do this on the Sabbath. Oh, you can't do this. Oh, you got married and got a divorce. You remarried. See, God's law is on your mind and in your heart. So if you did wrong in that situation, only you need to do is repent. See, because the word of God was written that you don't sin. But if you do sin, you have an advocate. The word advocate means lawyer. You have a lawyer with God, Jesus Christ, the righteous. And he's standing before God as your intercessor saying, I paid for this guy's sins already. This guy been made righteous. We have a blood covenant with the Lord. And the blood covenant is through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The blessings of the Lord are ours. Got a lot to say. I'm out of time. Be blessed.